This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello and welcome along to a bonus Blood Red podcast, courtesy of the Liverpool Echo. We're here to bring you immediate reaction to the Reds Champions League group stage draw as Liverpool were drawn in Group B alongside Atletico Madrid, Porto and AC Milan. Fair to say it could have gone better. To offer their expertise and insight alongside myself, Guy Clark, we have our chief football writer, Ian the Chief Doyle, football journalist, Theo Senior Squires and our Blood Red writer, Matt Addison. Doyle, over to you. Atletico, Porto and AC Milan. It could have gone better, couldn't it? Yeah, a bit harsh on Matt there, I thought. At least call him the writer. I mean, he needs a moniker. Come on. Um, yeah. <laughs> don't, no, no, yeah. No, no fear. That is not, not the answer. Um, right. Yes. Yeah, the draw. Um, yeah, I mean, the one team Liverpool didn't want was Atletico Madrid, and that's the one team they got. And the one team they probably didn't want out of Group 4 was AC Milan, and that's the one team they got. I think Porto, kind of much of a muchness, isn't it, in that pot three? I think, okay, in terms of actual, the standards of the games, I think Liverpool definitely could have had an easier draw. In terms of the travelling distance for Jurgen Klopp, he'll be made up, the fact that there's no long journeys. And, you know, the the, the three places that they're going to be going to are football in cities, and you'd think that the actual facilities and whatnot will be fine, et cetera, et cetera. So in that respect, it's all right. And also, it'd be very good, the fact that Anfield will have three you might you might say Porto's not the bigger game, but they're still. I'm sure we'll get onto their players. You know, Pepe, Marco, Gruich, players like that. There's enough in there for it to be a decent a decent game and a decent atmosphere. AC Milan will be coming to Anfield for the first time in a competitive match. And of course, you've got Atletico Madrid with Suarez and Diego Simeone, and you know he's a proper wind up as well, which you know it gets the crowd going. So those games will be very very good atmospheres at Anfield and. Having sat through the Champions League last season, I can tell you now that that's something that the competition's missed. But I think the other way of looking at it is none of those three teams will have wanted to be in Liverpool's group. Not the way Liverpool have started the season and the fact that they've got the better players back. So all in all, I think it's, uh, yeah, as you say, it could have gone a lot better, but there's enough intrigue there for us to, to make sure that this is a group that's going to go through to the down to the last match day as it always tends to with Liverpool. Yeah, Theo, you were on blogging duties for the Echo and seeing it all unfold and how it played out. What's your take from it? Is it a case of it's the Champions League? Don't expect easy games in it. And I suppose all summer long on the Blood Red podcast, we've been talking about the strength in depth that Liverpool have assembled and that there isn't all this much need, despite the clamour, to dip into the transfer window. We're going to have to see the depth of the squad, aren't we? I'm in two minds about it. I think if you'd said to us in February, March time that Liverpool would end up in a group with Milan, Porto and Atletico, you'd have been fretting about that. But at the same time, you'd have bitten anyone's hand off to be in the Champions League group stages at that time. That shows the recovery from Liverpool. And I suppose we are still scarred from how they had their decline last year with all the injuries and everything. And even then going back to the start of the pandemic, like the game against Atletico when they got knocked out, that wasn't a proper Anfield European night, was it? They just sort of fell apart. There was a couple of mistakes from Adrian. The crowd was a bit quiet. It was a game that probably shouldn't have gone ahead when you think of looking back and everything that was going on. So it's a chance for Liverpool to put it right, isn't it? To go and say that Simeone isn't this genius that he's been made out to be. He isn't this person that can always get the better of Liverpool. They've got the Anfield crowd back. They can go and show what they're about. And it's one where, well, AC Milan, they're going to be bringing Ibrahimovic. That's a great draw as well, isn't it? Seeing this uh, legend of the game at Anfield again. There should be that confidence in the Liverpool camp. 
when you think of they've got their players back from injury, they know what they can do on their day. Yes, they didn't have that day enough last season, but if you think back to what they've done many a time before that, they've got it in their locker. And then it's also, well, how many times in recent years have we been saying that Champions League draw has been kind, that they've been getting the minnows in the groups, they haven't been getting these mouth-watering games, and you think, oh, it should be a stroll in the park, and it hasn't been. Or maybe it's a blessing in disguise having these slight harder ones where they can't rest um, rest and rotate players, where they have to be on it every single game. And then I suppose they're getting a little bit of protection in the Premier League. The way the fixtures in October have changed is kind to them with the recovery games, um, recovery dates between each match. And we know if you're in the Wednesday game, you're not going to be playing that Saturday kickoff, which Jurgen Klopp hated so much. So it is set up for him in a more positive way. And it's just about getting the jobs done. Because you know if Liverpool turn up and they're at their best, They'll beat AC Milan, they'll beat Porto, and they'll probably beat Atletico Madrid as well. It's just whether we see it enough and you can consistently rely on them. Um, in the past, maybe not so much against Atletico, but it's a chance for them to right some wrongs of yesteryear, isn't it? Yeah, seven times champions AC Milan in that, and Liverpool, of course, beginning their quest for number seven. will include a visit to the uh, venue that hosted last season's final at Porto. Matt, you were we were doing the, the live draw reaction on the Blood Red YouTube channel and you were immediately sort of saying, actually, things aren't turning out that badly, largely to a point that Doyle referenced before, that the, the journeys aren't difficult and hard for, for Liverpool. Where else, for some of the other Premier League sides, they are? Yeah, exactly. That. I think that's, that's important. I think that the other important aspect is that AC Milan is is a big name, isn't it? But it's not the AC Milan of, of the past. I think Liverpool will be heavy favourites to to be able to to beat them. I think Liverpool only have to to come in the top two, don't they? I think the the fact that pot two was sort of stronger than than pot one means that there's a few big hitters in in other groups. It, it's not necessary that if you finish top of, of one group, you'll face a, an easier draw in the last 16 or anything like that. It's just a, a case of of getting through. And I, I very much fancy Atletico Madrid and, and Liverpool to to do that. And, I do think that the travelling distance makes a, a huge, huge impact. Obviously, Liverpool have, have got relatively close sort of destinations to go to. You look at, at Chelsea having to, to go to Russia to, to take on Zenit in their group. That's far from ideal for, for them. I know they've got a huge squad and, and they can sort of cope with that maybe better than, than what Liverpool can. But I think that's certainly one that you'd, you'd try and avoid. You know, there was a, a couple of, of Ukrainian teams in there as well, wasn't there, that again would, would fall into to that same category. But yeah, I think you know Liverpool have got it slightly easier in in that regard for me than than Chelsea. And then you look at, at Manchester City; they've got obviously PSG, the sort of hype around that. If they do get Cristiano Ronaldo, it will be all of of that sort of thing to contend with. And and RB Leipzig as well is is a team which is very much in a style that I think could cause them a huge amount of problems. We've seen that in the past with teams like Shakhtar and Lyon, who are very intense and, and go at them and, and press them a lot more than maybe teams in, in the Premier League tend to do. And I think they will have, you know, a few problems in that regard. So I think for, for Liverpool, look, it's it's a difficult draw on paper, but there's certainly things that have gone in their favour, certainly things that have gone against maybe one or two of the teams that they'll be up against in the Premier League title race, we assume, this season. So, yeah, it's it's not the worst thing. And I think, you know, as I said before, that the most important thing for Liverpool is that you look at, at those four teams and, you'd be pretty surprised if Liverpool weren't in one of the top two spots at the end of the group stage. And ultimately, if they are, job done. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Is that it, Dolly? Play the, the team rather than the name? Because AC Milan, for one, have great history in the competition. But actually, 
when you consider how long they've been out of the Champions League, they aren't really one of those European powerhouse sides that you would maybe expect. But they did finish second in Syria uh, last season, and they do have Giroud up front who will score against Liverpool in both games. So <laughs> Liverpool already won nil down in both of those games because he always scores. That's if he's fit. The other the other way of looking at it though is that you'd probably say that Porto and AC Milan, you would think. I mean, Porto got to the champion. Porto knocked out Juventus last year, so they got to the quarterfinal. So that you know, and, but they didn't win the Portuguese league because Sporting Lisbon won it. So you'd think that this is, it's a group where I reckon all of the teams are looking at each other, going, "We can beat you," and that's quite rare in in this. It's only this early stage in the competition. So I do think that might work in Liverpool's favour because they're probably. If there won't be a team that comes out and dominates, because well, I'd be amazed if Liverpool won five games in that group, for example, or in fact anybody did. So win your own games and then look to pick something up away from home because that's served Liverpool well in the in in the past when they've been trying to get out the groups. I think when they when they won it, they won all the home games and lost all the away ones. I think, I think that's right. And uh, and last season, obviously, they won at home to uh, won away at Atlanta and lost at home. So there isn't really the kind of unlike. I know what Theo was saying a bit earlier. When Liverpool did win it, they had Paris Saint-Germain and uh, Napoli in the group, so it wasn't easy. Um, but certainly last season, they had a slightly easier group. I think the year before, yeah, there was it. Salt was it Salzburg? Yeah, it was Salzburg, yeah. wasn't it? Napoli again and Gent. Gent, sorry, yeah. So you know, they they you would have expected them to go through, but they still required certainly in the, the, the not last season, but the season two seasons before, they needed to win on the last day, and I think it may be something like that again. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is that that whole case of don't play the name. But unless you're going to win La Liga, so yeah. that they are going to be tough, and that there are enough, you know, for want of a better word, narratives in each one of these ties, for it to be quite interesting. Which is good for us it means we can write about stuff and people will be interested. Yeah, I just def- look at guy in his place about writing off AC Milan there. Um, what were people saying about Liverpool in 2017, 18? Mm, They'd have been exactly. this that hadn't done it in the Champions League for years, and they went all the way through to the final smashing every team that they came up against. Don't write Milan off yet. But we'll, we'll do it yeah. after the game when Liverpool win, but we don't do it now. It's too early yeah. to hype that, that now. You forget I'm in the position of power of clipping that to then turn it back on you when they don't make it out of the, <laughs> the, the You get back to enjoying Arsenal European games. Yeah. Now, yeah. Come on, leave Milan. Yeah. Leave Milan. Yeah. Thanks, Chief. Theo, which I suppose in terms of Atletico Madrid, it was, of course, the last game in front of a full house, the last European night for, for Liverpool. And they, of course, have immediate chance, perhaps, to avenge that and put Diego Simeone's side in their place. It is going to be one of those nights at Anfield that, I suppose, more than any other, if it is to be the first game for, for Liverpool in the group stage that will really sort of whet the appetite and, as I say, hopefully kind of put Liverpool back to where they want to be on those European nights at Anfield. Definitely, there's going to be so much spice to that game. When you think Luis Suarez coming back to Anfield as well, first time since that famous 4-0 with Barcelona. But then if you're Atletico, you'd imagine their fans think, Liverpool, what's the big problem? Like, you know they've got that pedigree, but they've had such good luck against them in the past. That the fact they beat them home and away there, they knocked them out in Europa League, didn't they, before in the semi-finals, we're talking about 2010 then. I think they had them in the Champions League a couple of years before that, and they drew both games. Liverpool have only ever beaten them once, of all the times they've played them. I know that they still went out on away goals, I believe. Doyle can correct me if he's got a better Yeah, that's right, yeah. That's, that's right. So yeah, yeah. they're going to be thinking, well, Liverpool, we've done it before. What's the big problem? Which could play into Liverpool's hands. 
because they, they do have that point to prove. The fans have a point to prove. They want to make this extra noise. And we've been saying it about like lunchtime games against Burnley. It's not going to feel like a lunchtime game against Burnley because you're just glad to have the fans back there. Well, this, this is going to give the, the big, proper Anfield European nights. And we're not used to seeing it in the group stages until you need to on that last day. But when you've got all these added elements, it should play into their, uh, their hands, given that extra advantage. You'd like to think the fans would be up for it. And you've given them those games where they can be up for it even more. When you want to see uh, Simeone upset, you want to see him moaning at the fourth official and then sulking after a defeat rather than running off and celebrating on the pitch in front of the away fans and all this. You want to see Suarez getting all nibbly and biting at people, crying, rolling on the floor, getting all upset rather than celebrating and all this. No, no, that's, too, no that's, that's too much incident for us to write. No, we don't want all that happening. One will do. It's night games. You're a tight deadline. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Well, do we still get like the early kickoffs, like the odd five, six o'clock one? Let's I get one of them there. Don't know I think still, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I've lost my trailer of thought there, so let's just start yeah. making it. <laughs> no, 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 that's absolutely, <laughs> absolutely fine. Matt, of all the games, which one are you are you looking forward to most? I think the, the Atletico one stands out, doesn't it? I think the the Milan one is is probably a close second, but I think I've already used the, the word narrative before. I think there's probably more narratives with that than than the others, and I think that will be that will be the best game, won't it? It's Maybe not one of those where it's going to be free flowing and attacking and end to end, but it's it's certainly going to be a test for for Liverpool. And you know, I think things could have been quite easily very different the last time that, that Liverpool took on Atletico Madrid. I think if they had Allison in goal, for example, possibly could have been a, a different story. Um, I just think there's there's enough there that Liverpool will will want to to sort of put that right a little bit and, and sort of show what what they can do against a, a team like Atletico. Show that they've evolved to a point where that you know they can can take them on and, and beat them. And you know we made them the, the point before when we were were live for the draw. I mean you, you'd rather probably play Atletico Madrid in the group stage where there's a little bit of, of leniency rather than play them in the last sixteen or the quarters. So. Look, it's it's maybe not the the worst thing in that regard either. So, yeah, I think that's that's the one that you'd sort of look forward to. Another trip to to the Wander is is not going to be a bad thing either. So, yeah, I think there's there's certainly a few good away trips for, for Liverpool to look forward to. Some big teams, some big names, but ultimately, I'd very much fancy Liverpool to to get through, and that obviously is the main thing. Yeah, it definitely is. UEFA haven't confirmed yet regarding sort of away spectators, but hopefully that will be a case for Liverpool fans certainly to get themselves to the San Siro. Have to wait and see what does happen with that. We've not spoken about Porto though, Doyle, and let you have the final say. Spoken about narratives and Liverpool fans might well finally get the chance to see Marco Gruitch at Anfield. Yes, and he, he played for Porto. He was part of that team, was he? That, that beat Juventus last year, got to the uh, last season. Sorry, got to the quarterfinals. Um, but the one I'd be looking forward to is Pepe. Who doesn't love Pepe? He's, in fact, they've actually got two Pepes. They've got a forward called Pepe as well, Brazilian. So uh, they cloned him, have they? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine the pair of them in a room if they actually had cloned them. Uh, but yeah, Pepe, you know, he'll be... That's the thing. That's what I mean. That even the Porto game, where that seems the lesser one, I think there's enough going on there for the fans to get involved with. And you know that they're probably the one team that Liverpool will fancy themselves. If, uh, when they do the actual draw for the actual games themselves... Liverpool ideally want to play first game either Atletico Madrid at home or Porto away. That's one of the. That's what I would say would be the games that they want to do because you don't really want to be playing Milan first game. I would imagine if you're going to do the head to head, actually Milan would actually be the good head to head. I think play them in quick succession, but I mean, it does. It does matter in a way what order you play them, and I think that sometimes it gets a little bit 
overlooked because if Liverpool go to Atletico Madrid away in the last game and need something, suddenly it becomes a lot yeah. more difficult. Yeah, you'd rather be going there with it all sewn up and already done, but as you say, could well be still playing to get qualification in that final group game. Anyway, that's all we time for here on this edition, this bonus edition of the Blubber Podcast. Don't forget, we will be back tomorrow after Jurgen Klopp's press conference. There'll be more reaction to the Champions League draw and, of course, build up to Saturday's mammoth Premier League visit of Chelsea to Anfield. We will have you covered with all of that. But from myself, Guy Clark, Ian Doyle, Theo Squires and writer Matt Addison, that's all we've time for. It's bye for now. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.